Gamers on the Go, Episode 6. I'm your host, Chase Kennecke. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Mega Man 5, or Mega Man V, if you rather, uh, for the Game Boy. And my guest today is Brian Edelman. Hello! Yeah, Brian from uh, World 8 Podcast. Yeah, I found that, I saw that World 8 game shop we've mentioned a couple times in LA. I've, I've seen it. I'm going to go into it next time I'm there, by the way. <laughs> That's awesome, and you're going to tell them that they totally took our podcast name? Well, no, I'm going to just, I'm going to peruse things for a while, and then I'm going to talk, and I'll be like, hi, you know, I actually do, like, this World A podcast, and here's this URL, and, and we're going to sue you, and stuff like that. We're not going to sue them. They're nice people, I'm sure. Uh, sounds like a plan. Um, but I, I, I want to start out by saying that I am absolutely terrible at Mega Man games. Uh, this is a known fact. So Are you? I, I am. I'm awful. Um, but I brought just in... platforming. <laughs> It, it, the platform is the shooting. It, it's everything. I just can't do it. I, I've never beaten a Mega Man game because I'm I'm so terrible. But uh, I did bring in the Mega Man expert, or or I guess the Mega Man X expert. Hell um, yeah, Mega Man X is the shit. <laughs> of Brian. Yeah, other games. I've I've played like a great deal of Mega Man games. Um, some of them are better than others, and some of them have put me off to the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, like the Battle Networks after. Three or like two or three got pretty bad. The Game Boy Advance ones, right? And then DS. So yeah, I play a lot of Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. Which is what makes you the perfect guest for this show. Uh, we're talking about Mega Man Five or V, which is a really lame joke, by the way. Well, no, but it's 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 actually a V though, uh, and that's true. one of the differences is that uh, the Mega Man games for NES had numbers, and the ones for um, once for Game Boy had the Roman numerals. Um, and mm. actually in Japan, um, these games are known as the Rockman World series. Uh, and this one was Rockman World 5, and they use, they use Arabic numbers in that too, which is just another way of making things confusing. But the thing about it is that this was, this was the last Game Boy Mega Man, yet it was the first Game Boy Mega Man to, to be completely original. All the, the original, well, the, the first four Mega Man games for the Game Boy all took levels from the number that they took and then from the next number. So, like, Mega Man, the, the very first Mega Man uh, for Game Boy took four bosses from Mega Man 1 and then took four bosses from Mega Man 2 and then did some wily stuff that uh, might have been original. But then again, I'm not sure because I don't get to a Dr. Wily that often. The stages, though, in Mega Man 2, because I've played, I played a few of the Game Boy ones and I've at least tried... The majority of like the NES and Super Nintendo and PlayStation ones, uh, and then PS2 for X. But um, Mega Man Two, like the levels aren't exactly the same. Like, right, they're similar in ways. Like they use the same theme, but they're never like exact representations of the NES Mega Man game that aligns with it. Right, so I was playing some of Mega Man Two for Game Boy, and um, like the Metal Man stage, which is pretty much everybody's first stage for Mega Man Two. You go to Metal Man, you get the, the metal blades, and then you fuck up everybody else on your way <laughs> to Wily. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Game over. Um, but 
the level was not really that similar, and some of it looks like because for technical reasons, you know, the Game Boy is not as powerful as the NES was, and um, that's why I really don't think the Game Boy was like a really great platform for Mega Man. At least not original Game Boy. I mean, Game Boy Color has Mega Man Extreme 1 and 2. Those were which awful. Are the, the equivalent of Mega Man 5, like 1 through 5 for Game Boy for NES, but instead it aligns with the X games for Super Nintendo, which was awesome. Um, but even that, like, I would have loved to have Mega seen... Man X was, but Mega Man Extreme was terrible. Like, at least, at least with the... Terrible. At least with the Mega Man games for Game Boy, those had the similar pixels and everything seemed about right. Um, Extreme wasn't terrible. Oh, I like Extreme. It flickered. Um, it, oh, those games flickered and were nothing like X. Oh, that was, those are games are a travesty. Yeah, but see, that's, that's what I think of the Game Boy games for, for Mega Man, like one through five. I think of those as just like not real Mega Man games. They're just like a slapdash. Thing. I mean, even though Mega Man 5 has original levels, Mega Man 5 for Game Boy has original levels, I still would never choose to play that game over any other game, much less 5. Like, Mega Man 5 on NES really isn't the greatest Mega Man game ever. Yeah. Um, none of them are really super great, I think, after 3. Like, 2 and 3 are pretty damn great, um, especially Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. Amazing game. And then they kind of peter about, um, even like 7 on Super Nintendo was okay. And then uh, Mega Man 8 for PlayStation, I hated. Absolutely hated. That seems to be the that, general consensus. Yeah, although there was the cool like soccer ball power-up thing, and, and that's in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. And so I think I kind of like that. <laughs> um, the fact that you can use that attack, which actually is pretty badass attack. And I almost think it's something that uh, ended up being used even in Smash Brothers. Like, there's the soccer ball thing, and I always think of just Mega Man. Like, whenever I see that soccer ball, I'm like, that's a Mega Man thing, you know? Yeah. It was Mega I don't know Man soccer. I don't know if they've attributed that to something, like, in the in the trophies of, of Brawl, if they actually have what game that's supposed to be from. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's just because there is a Mario Super Sluggers. Or no, not, is it, Super no, no, Strikers, Strikers, yeah. Strikers. Sluggers um, is the baseball one. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think it's probably from that, but I always just think of Mega Man Soccer or um, his attack in Mega Man 8 or Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. I don't think, getting back to it, I don't think the Game Boy Mega Mans are real Mega Man games. I think the Game Boy Mario games are. I think Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins is one of the best platforming games on a handheld console ever. Yeah, I, I, you won't hear uh, much uh, argument from me. Uh, it's the, funny to mention Mario because New Super Mario Brothers 2, I know you just bought, but we won't talk about that on World 8, we will, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get to that. Um, but the thing the thing what got me into this uh, is that this is one of the first games I ever had for a Game Boy. When I, uh, when I first got my Game Boy, and that, that kind of shows like how young I was when, uh, or how like old the Game Boy was oh, when right. I actually first got one. Ah, yeah, man. you were late to the party. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was late to the party most of the time. Uh, I bet. Until, Mega Man 5, dude, there was four before that. <laughs> I don't think I got a new console when it first came out until the GameCube. So I I, I was definitely behind most of the time for these things. But I when I the when only I, console I've gotten like really, really soon, within a week of it coming out, 
I think there's two. It was the N64 and the Dreamcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Maybe PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah, PlayStation... Maybe PlayStation 2, because I remember playing Mega Man X4 and Command and & Conquer for PS1 whenever it first came out. Yeah. Because I didn't have PS2 games. I think that might have been it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, keep going. Oh, it's just that... Well, I got my I got my Game Boy at a, at a pawn shop, uh, and it was... It was, to show how old it was, it was one of those, um, or to show how much older the Game Boy was and how long it had been out. It wasn't even one of the original gray ones. It's when they Did added... Play it loud? Yeah, it's when they added the colors to them, so I have a black one. Uh, I yeah. Had a, I had a black lab dog, so I always wanted a black Game Boy. That's uh, the Play It Loud series. Yeah, um, those, those I are I specifically awesome. remember it. It's like came out right before they started doing Game Boy Pockets. Yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah, and I remember that, and I was like, dude, play it loud, and I was like, but I want a Game Boy Pocket. So. <laughs> and I did put my Game Boy Pocket in my pocket, but it got really messed up. I had a silver one. Uh, but the the first two games I got at that same pawn shop, I, I got Tetris, because that just came with the After, thing. Dude, and my grandpa would just, like, play Tetris on the toilet all the time. Hey, that sounds good to me. He was crazy good at, at chess as well as Tetris. I mean... <laughs> He was one of the best chess players I've ever seen. But anyways, keep going. Tetris is great. Yeah, well, I got Tetris, and then the other game I got was Mega Man 5. And Tetris is great, and I love Tetris, and you could play it all day long. But there got to a point where... <laughs> but then I'd, I'd stop, and I'd play a little Mega Man, and instantly get destroyed at that, and then go back to Tetris, because that was something I could at least play and enjoy for a little while before dying. You can't just barrel through Mega Man. Um... That's probably one of the reasons why not everybody's into it. It's you can if you know what you're doing, you can barrel through it. Mm-hmm. If you know exactly what you're doing already and what's going to happen and like how fast you need to be, yeah, you can get go pretty fast. I mean, I do play Mega Man X in like under an hour every time now, but it's, it's a fantastic game, and that's why. Yeah. But some of them aren't as fluid as the others. Like I know Mega Man X two and three are they're decent games, but they're just mockeries of the original X and much like that's how I feel about four, five, six, seven, and eight of the original Mega Man series. Like there comes a point where even with the best intentions, Capcom ended up making a game that was like a joke compared to the last one. It was like, well, I don't really want to play it anymore. It's just like the same thing. And they really hit their peak over here. Um, like two and three. I mean, that's why after Mega Man three, Nobody ever talks about four, five, six, seven, and eight, right? And then nine and ten that have come out digitally, but I don't even like those games that much. Yeah. So, well, kind of to your point though, I think I think Mega Man games are some of the best games to do speedruns for. Uh, yeah. And, and and Mario. And to do research for this podcast, I actually watched speedruns of all five of the Game Boy Mega Man games, uh, just because you oh. can. And and they they don't take very long. They're like less than a less than a half an hour, and you get to huh. they, they actually um, act as a really great FAQ if if you're terrible at Mega Man like I am. You get to see the at least um, you know I can't do the I can't do the same moves that they do because I just don't have that dexterity to play it that way. But to see at least which way to take on the bosses, like how what the order should be, what weapons uh, are strong against what robot masters. Uh, see, to... I never think that there's there's exactly an order. I just feel like 
you can do them in many different ways, and some people think some ways are better, and if you're better at certain things, you probably want to go that way. Um, like Mega Man X, I know I've seen somebody play Boomer Quanger, who I fight second to last, and then they fought him like second or third, which is crazy to me. Like I would never want to fight him that early. I, when, my shit up when really I play and, when I play X, I always do Chill Penguin first because that's yeah. that's the stage that's one easiest for me. Two, you get the legs, which give you the dash thing, well, and and three, then you can take that. on the fire elephant guy, and there everything's are, frozen over. There are almost no other Mega Man games or Mega Man X games for that matter that actually do what Mega Man X does, where something extremely important to the gameplay. Dashing, which is like, if you can't dash, you might as well not jump as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, if I can't dash, don't even give me jump. Like, there's no point, because you're fucked. Um, but there are no other games where you have to go to a certain stage to get that, and it's in your way. Like, you cannot finish Mega Man X without getting dash boots. Not to my knowledge. Right. Like, no possible way. You can skip every other heart tank, um, energy tank. Everything, every other armor upgrade, you can skip all that except for Zero's Buster because he dies, um, and you get it from him. Yeah, don't skip worry, all he, comes, of that, he comes back to life. But you have to get Dash Brutes, and there are no other games that do that. And Mega Man X is two through, oh god, eight. Ugh, seven and eight were awful, but X two through X eight, you have Dash Brutes automatically. Yeah, every single one. Um, the only one that makes you not do that, and Zero has them automatically. Whenever you get to play as him in three or four or five, or I don't think you get him in six. I don't know. Six wasn't that great. <laughs> um, but and there are no other Mega Man games like you get the slide. The only thing that's even relatively comparable to Dash is the slide, right? Um, which I hate, absolutely hate the slide. You don't like sliding? Use... Oh, I fucking hate sliding. It's terrible. How different is it than dashing, really? Because you don't get momentum. That's, okay. That's why. All right. That's the reason. I, you don't get the momentum to do stuff with it. Like, the sliding doesn't really do you any good except get you from point A to point B. But dashing allows you to, like, get from, like, point A to point B, C, D, E, and F if you chose to. <laughs> <laughs> like, all you need to do is, like, I'm on a wall. Well, I can dash jump off. I can dash jump up and then use, like, being in air longer to actually change my trajectory easier. Um, there's so many little things about that, but slide, it's very just one dimensional and I just slide along the ground. Okay. Yeah. But dashing. Whew. You can at least get under, under things. You're, you're half your height when you're sliding. So you're able to, to slide under a lot of enemies and things like that. Yeah. That's the only thing they ever use it for, or getting through, like, a small slidey corridor thing that obviously you need the slide for. Like, that's the only thing it's ever used for. Right. Dashing is never explicitly used, but you can. Like, there are, there's one thing, it's an optional power-up. Um, I guess then for a couple of them you have to, but those are optional things. Uh, the only time you really have to use dash is to get optional things in the game, as far as X goes. Right. When I play the most all the time. Well, I just don't like Mega Man Five. I think you missed out. I think even getting Mega Man Two on Game Boy would have been better, or getting Bugs Bunny, 
Bugs Bunny 2 Crazy Mansion, which isn't a platformer at all, but <laughs> I just like that game. Um, but I don't think Mega Man 5 is really, for Game Boy, is very... I don't... It's not a very good spokesperson for the rest of Mega Man. Like, it doesn't really say good things. I I would tend to agree, but as as it being one of the my first uh, forays into a Mega Man game at all, uh, mm-hmm. looking I, I have that nostalgia for it. But now looking Fun back memories. on it, now looking back on it, seeing knowing all the Mega Man games that I've played, it's something that I can kind of appreciate that at least it didn't do that same cribbing from the previous games like the like one through four did on the Game Boy, where they just took. Dude, I had- I got Gran Turismo 3 for PS2 when it first came out, Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec, and that game sucks. And I don't care about the nostalgia of having it. That (laughs) game sucked. Gran Turismo 2 sucked. Gran Turismo 1 was awesome. (laughs) I have played so much of the original Gran Turismo, but playing the second one and having to get all the licenses again just killed me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you need to try, branch out with Mega Man, because there's not just platforming Mega Man's. Well, there's the Mega Man series, and then there's Mega Man X series, both, like, first one's ten uh, games long, if you're not counting offshoots, like the Game Boy ones, and then X is eight games long, and I'd suggest you stop after five. Like, don't play six, seven, and eight, because six will destroy you. It's If you think Mega Man 5 on Game Boy is hard, Mega Man 6 is, like, original Japanese version hard. <laughs> I have I have no interest in going that far into the Mega Man X series. And then 7 is just plain awful. Just so many things are bad about that game. When was the story supposed to stop with that? Like they, they had a stopping point and then they kept going after that, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd say the Super Nintendo series actually maybe after Zero dies again. Yeah, probably after five. I don't really know if there was a we we need to finish this series, but I don't think it's really good after five. Like yeah. five is good, four is pretty good, two and three I really don't care for a lot. Even though I played those ones like not too long after they came out, I traded in. I've told this story many times that I traded Mega Man X and Mega Man X Two to get Mega Man X Three. Played like half of that game decided I didn't like it, and then went back and bought my copy of Mega Man X back because Mega Man X is great. And I said, fuck X2. <laughs> Even though it had a pretty awesome, uh, like, motorbike segment. But that's in 4 as well. I mean, so branch out. Play Battle Network. Play. Um, I haven't played a Battle Network. I did play, I did play Command Mission uh, for the GameCube, oh, yeah. uh, the RPG kind of thing. That was That was interesting. Dude, that's um, an oddity. Um, and I've played a little Mega Man Soccer, which is also an oddity. Yeah, Mega Man Soccer is like extremely weird. Uh, some people call me a liar when I talk about Mega Man Soccer. They're like, that's not a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it's, I used to rent it from Shop and Save and then play some of it, realized I was really bad at it and didn't understand it. You just <laughs> get, just you like, get Cut Man on your team, and he kicks a goal and slices the goalie. Yeah, oh, it's wonderful. I just remember Fireman, or is it Flame Man? I don't even know. Um, I don't even know. There, there's so many. That's one of the problems with Mega Man, is there are so many iterations of all these guys. Like, there's Fireman from the first game, there's Heat Man from the second game. Yes, Heat Man. They just, they go on and on. <laughs> um, 
I'm actually looking up Robot Masters, Mega Man Robot Ma- Masters, and I wonder just how many there are. Probably an absolute shit ton. Well, one of the, uh, like, just talking about things that were different from in Mega Man 5 um, for Game Boy than in the previous Mega Man, any previous Mega Man game, really, um, before Mega Man always had his, his Mega Blaster, or I think in Mega Man 4 for NES, NES, they, they called it the Mega Buster. Um, oh, yeah, but they had this weird fist thing, the Mega... The Mega Arm, yeah, is, is first introduced in, in uh, Mega Man 5. And it's for Game Boy only, right? Right. It's only on the Game Boy, and it's weird because you're fighting the robot masters that you fight are called Star Droids. And when you find when you find the first one, uh, his name is Terra. In the opening sequence of the game, you try to shoot him with your Mega Buster, and it just bounces yeah. right off. So Doctor Light gives you a new Buster called the Mega Arm. Which apparently is just fine for for attacking these guys. It it just seemed like a weird a weird reason to change something because the mega arm functions a, pretty much exactly the same as the mega buster, except that you see you see your arm fly back into your or you see your hand fly back into your arm after you do a charge shot. Yeah, I hate that. Um, I really hate that. The whole not being able to hurt something though in a Mega Man game. Like, even showing whether it's in a cutscene or you actually do it in gameplay, that's happened. I can think of at least three times where that's happened yeah. uh, in a Mega Man game. In Mega Man X, and then in X6, I'm pretty sure, uh, you fight some, like, really crazy guy, and you have to just survive for a little while, and your attacks do literally nothing. They just bounce off of him, or, or he just, like, absorbs it, or does the metal thing, where mm-hmm. it makes that, like, really weird metal sound. Yeah. And then the, your shot just kind of dissipates and just disappears. Right, and often, oftentimes they're, when you're fighting a robot master, they'll have a spot where they're invincible for that point. Like when you shoot, um, I'm thinking back to Mega Man X now, when you fight Chill Penguin and you hit him once, then he like shows, he like pulls his head up a little bit when he's about to dash at you, and he's invincible for that whole time. Mm, it's um, one of those types of things. Exactly, but but so, for this, like the star droids are just uh, apparently are uh, invulnerable to your regular Buster shots, so you have to fight them with this mega arm, which functions exactly the same and is kind of silly. I, I hated it. I, I thought it was dumb. It's like this is stupid. Um, although I mean, the charging is still there, and that looks the same. Yeah, like the Buster. I don't know why. I don't know why that had to be a thing, especially if it's not in the mainstream series. Right. I think it's I think it's really they just wanted to try something different with with this game and knowing that it's a Game Boy game and it's not part of the main series that they had the they had the kind of uh room to do these kind of things. They also introduced a new cat ca- uh, cat assist character. Oh yeah. Uh, called Tango to Ugh. to go along with their musical themed uh and uh, musical themed uh, helpers. Uh, well, musical themed to everything. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, uh, the robot masters cool. aren't musical themed, but um, wait, what? The robot masters themselves aren't aren't. Uh, oh no! But yeah. the main characters, yeah, rock and roll. Um, that's why it's Rock Man, and then Rush, mm-hmm. and then bass and treble. Yeah, and Proto Man is is blues in in Japan. Yes, blues. That's A- right. Actually, what's interesting, bass is forte in Japan. Yes. That's right. It's Bass and or it's uh it's Rockman and Forte. Uh, the game you were talking about, Mega Man and Bass or Bass, 
his rock man and forte in Japan. Right. And then they made a it's they made an absolutely terrible uh, sequel to Mega Man and Base. Or Mega Man and Forte, or Rock Man and Forte. Rock Man and Forte, or Mega Man and Base. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it translates to Mega Man and Base Challenger from the Future, and it was awesome. only it was only on the Wonder Swan, and it was awful. Future, uh, wait, oh, damn it, Future of Rhythm Space Alien. <laughs> Remember, because Runner Two is yeah, yeah. Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. I think you're right it just on that. Like that, yeah. uh, I always love those really weird, obscure uh, <laughs> translations. They're great. Um, but yeah. Um, but well, back- so you've played Mega Man Five for Game Boy, and you also played some of this Mega Man and Base, right, for Game Boy Advance, I believe. Right. Yeah. I mean, how is that? Because that's more traditional, more Mega Man original series than X. Like it's, I'd say it just like is a Mega Man 1.2. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like kind of a, a little halfway point between Mega Man and Mega Man X. I'd um, say it's a little closer to the original series than, than X. I, I tend to agree. Um, Pendium. I, I thought it was all right. I always wanted to play his base, though, because he could he could shoot his shots uh, diagonally. Yeah, but... I, I just thought that was cool. Also, I thought base was a much cooler-looking character than Mega Man. Dude, base is ridiculous. There's like this arcade game. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but uh, you can. It's like a boss rush mode. Like the whole game is just a boss rush thing, mm-hmm. where basically you fight bosses from like Mega Man two and three and like some of the earlier series as either Mega Man, Base, Proto Man, or some like other random robot guy that I've never heard of before. Maybe it was Duo, although I think Duo was only in X4, so I don't really know. <laughs> um, and he ends up being a bad guy. <laughs> He's pretty badass, though, uh, when he turns into a bad guy. He's yeah. like this little fat guy normally, and then uh, he turns into like crazy, like sharp, elbow-pointy things, and like, oh, it's ridiculous. But um, in that game, base is like, pretty cool yeah. uh, to see, but none of them are really that interesting i mean mega man i still always go for mega man i mean mega man's just kind of he's the ryu of or the ryu of mega man no i can i can understand but when i played a game like sonic and knuckles i wanted to play as knuckles yeah knuckles okay well that's a little bit different (laughs) because knuckles is way better than sonic (laughs) the only thing sonic has on knuckles is that he can jump a little bit higher yeah and maybe go a little bit faster but he can't glide and climb walls and, like, run <laughs> through certain types of walls. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, going back to Mega Man 5, though, this was also one of the first games to have extra support for the Super Game Boy peripheral. Uh, it, and I love Super Game Boy. Yeah, so, yeah wasn't it awesome? I, that's, that's probably my favorite thing. I have three of them. And it's just because whenever I see one, if they're cheap, if they're, like, you five have bucks. three of them? Yeah, if they're five bucks, I'm like, hell yeah, I'll buy another one. I don't know where mine not? is. I, I, I had one. one, and I used to play Metroid 2 on it all the yeah. time. Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great game. There will be a show on that at some point. Man, um, you just need to play more Mega Man. I wish we could <laughs> talk about more... Uh, you know, I really wish the Extreme series would have been on Game Boy Advance, and then the original Mega Man series would have been on Game Boy Color, at least the handheld versions of them. Right. Uh, and then have... Then Mega Man Zero maybe wouldn't have been on Advance, because I actually don't like Mega Man Zero at all, even though it has Zero in it as a main character. Well, one of our one of our um, 
listeners actually wrote in Harrison Harrison uh, Millfield, and he he said Mega Man Zero is actually his favorite handheld Mega Man game. Oh, so maybe handheld. I can I can believe handheld Mega Man game, <laughs> but I do not like Mega Man Zero. I yeah. think it's just not the same feel to it, and then it has this mission structure. Although I hear that's only the first game. Uh, people do tell me that Mega Man Zero's mission structure is just in the first one, and there are four of them. There's actually a collection of them on DS, and I have that. Oh, yeah? Because um, I was like, oh, I'll try it, you know, I'll try it again, because I've kind of checked in on the Zero series as it went. How's, like, the, how's the port of that? Because I know, like, the port of, of Sonic uh, for it's the awful. DS was terrible. Uh, it's better. Yeah. Um, it's better. I don't really notice any huge differences, but I didn't play a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, it's just a Game Boy Advance game on DS. Yeah, that Sonic one, though, was awful. Well, that was Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah, we are talking. That was a Game Boy Advance port of Sonic, wasn't it? Um, I think and then, I think they might have made one for Game Boy Advance, but I know oh, there was a DS one that was Sonic the, Classics Oh, you're talking about collection. the collection. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the original Sonic the Hedgehog one that they made a Game Boy Advance port of, and I remember you had that, or I think I have it, and it's just awful frame rate or I don't, I don't think I have it. I have Sonic Advance. I, I have that new series that they made, the original series. And those game yeah. those games are pretty fun. I like Sonic Advance. I mean that's a that's a good thing. What about other franchises that have handheld versions of them that are I mean, they don't match up like Mega Man's where it's like, oh there's a Mega Man three for NES and for Game Boy and they're literally I mean besides being their numbers being shown differently, they are the same name. Um how do they stack up? Like, the Sonic Advance games, I really like the Sonic Advance games. I right. don't like the Sonic Rush, or Advance Rush, or whatever it is. And I think that's that's part of the reason I'm doing the show, is that just, that's a that's an interesting way to do these compare and contrasts. Uh, the first episode was on Super Mario Land, and when you talk uh, about how Mario is different on on a Game Boy than he is on on a on an NES, that, that there's just a lot of a lot of ways that they change things because usually companies will give handheld games to a to a different team studio, yeah. or yeah even even a different studio um, like uh, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto had very little to do with Super Mario Land and that was all um, all um, the Game Boy creator Gunpei Yokoi um, like he he pretty much made that Mario game which is why you don't have Princess Peach you have Princess Daisy. And why you don't fight Bowser, you fight Tatanka instead. You know, that game looks nothing like a Mario game. Oh, absolutely not. If you didn't see the packaging for it, or didn't know that the cartridge said Super Mario Land, I don't think I would know that it was supposed to be Mario. Like, it doesn't, it's not noticeably Mario. Mario Land 2, which is for the exact same system, same operating system, is... Above and away, Mario. Like it looks like Mario. It plays a good deal like Mario. Although all those Game Boy games suffered from weird physics. Like it's in Mega Man. It's in Mario Land Two. Um, it seemed like on Game Boy you could either go with that ex- extra floaty, mm-hmm. you know, kind of jumping like Mega Man has, or um, Mario Land Two has, or you could go for that really quick, like go to the ground very quickly, like in the original Super Mario Land. Um, where it's just you fall, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you fall quick. If you go off an edge in Mario Land, you are on the ground in, like, no time, <laughs> or you're in the pit dead in no time. Yeah. 
Um, in Mario Land 2, though, it's very floaty, even without the weird, like, wing hat that lets you kind of stay suspended in the air. Um, it's very, very floaty, like everything is. And I'm surprised you really like it, because I know you're not a fan of floaty platformers. I'm not, but, but when I think about... I just like handheld games, because I grew up with a Game Boy, so having... Mm. So I kind of have this appreciation for these games that despite being uh, a, little, a little worse, I'll, I'll concede that they're not as good as their big console brethren, that I still just, I find, I, I respect their ability to bring over any sort of joy that they had on those bigger consoles to, to something that you can take around with you. Right. Um, so getting back to Mega Man, if there was some handheld Mega Mans you should play, I really like Extreme... I think it's Extreme 2. One of them lets you play is Zero, and it's I It's probably like that Extreme 2. I have Extreme, and I absolutely hated it. Oh. I mean, it's definitely no Mega Man X, and if we were going outside of handheld stuff, I'd say you should play Mega Man Legends for PlayStation 1, or Mega Man 64, whatever you want to call it, for N64. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man X 4 and 5, which um, I have the X collection. If I was there, I'd let you borrow it, but... Four and five and play one. So one, four, and five of X, and then two and three of original Mega Man, and uh, throw in a the Game Boy Advance one. Is it called Battle Network? I thought it was called something else. They have Battle Network, and then there's another series that's the EX Star Force stuff. Oh, the Star Force stuff is awful. Yeah, I haven't touched one of those, and I think I'm okay. I uh, <laughs> I had seen some of the anime that it's based off of before the game was released in America. <laughs> and the show was awful. Like, it was pretty bad. And I like bad things that include Mega Man, but it was pretty damn horrible. The, the original Mega Man cartoon was awesome. I loved it. You mean it. NT Warrior? Uh, oh, no, the ori- original, nah, yeah. original one. Super yeah, Fighting yeah. Robot Mega Man. I thought you meant the original of, like, the Star Force no, no, style. No, 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 no. Well... It's the one with the chips instead of, I don't know, it's, they kind of go into that, like, it's the battle network, and then that kind of leads to Star Force for some reason. Yeah. Even though they're, like, years and years apart, like, I think it's, like, a couple hundred years or something. Um, but I really like battle networks. So you should play the first battle network, which actually follows Mega Man Anti-Warrior, the show, pretty damn closely. Okay. Um, I think the rest of them do as well, but... I really didn't play enough of them. And actually, Bass is in uh, Battle Network. Oh, really? Yeah. he's He actually looks even cooler, and he's, like, the most powerful Navi, like, ever or something like that. He exists in, like, this underworld portion of the Internet, basically. It's basically the Internet. <laughs> and um, he's just, like, he doesn't have a master. Like, nobody owns Bass. Bass just kind of is this legend and... He's like this dude in a cloak, and you can see his head, and it's very clearly base. <laughs> if you know anything about Mega Man, very clearly base, and he's just like super crazy badass. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'll you should play that. that. Yeah. And it has really funny interpretations of uh, existing Mega Man robot masters, like Gutsman is in it. Oh, and cool. somebody owns Gutsman, and Gutsman's really dumb. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And there's like a Magic Man, and uh, there's an Iceman. Uh, Roll is in it. Like, Roll is pretty much, like, a main character. It's it's not a bad show. The first game is not a bad game. Uh, so, Mega Man Legends, Mega Man Battle Network, X1, X4, X5, and then 2 and 3. 
those are the best Mega Man games, I think. All right, I'll I'll write them down. I've I've played some of them that you've mentioned, but uh, I'm sure you've played X. You haven't finished it though, have you? Yeah, I beat X. Okay, X is uh, you forced me to beat X, uh, oh, yeah. and I I finally did. Uh, Dude, X is great. The forever. music is great. The action is great. And then I've played a little bit of Mega Man 64, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Get it on the N64. I think it's much better on PlayStation 1. I'm sure it is, but I never owned a PlayStation 1, so that's the only way I could play it. Ah, uh, sad. You can sometimes find a copy of it in secondhand stores, but I've almost never seen a copy of, of Legends 2. Speaking of hard-to-find Mega Man games, Mega Man 5 is one of the rarest Mega Man games to find outside of Japan. Yeah, I saw your notes about it. That's kind of interesting, but is that a more of a moniker of it being a good Mega Man game and people wanted it, or they just didn't print a lot of them because they didn't have a lot of faith in it. And at that time, Mega Man was kind of waning. Um, well, it was certainly waning on the Game Boy, that that this was the last one they made was kind of a, a testament. Because uh, I think at this point, uh, Game Boy Colors were still a couple years out at least. Um, so uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, it came out in 1994, uh, so I'm not, I'm not exactly sure when that came out. Like, when did X come out? Do you remember that? Wow, seems like right around there. Like, maybe 96? Really? Okay. Or maybe 95, I don't know. It seems like right around there. I'm looking it up right now. Well, they wouldn't have made Extreme until a couple years after that, and I think that uh, was the... 93, it says. Oh, yeah? Wow, that doesn't seem like... Wow, that's... Whew, that was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost been 20 years since X was released. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a nice, uh, some kind of 20th anniversary thing for it uh, next year. God, I'd love for there to be a really great port of it that they enhance slightly, but not so much. Like, uh, Maverick Hunter X is okay. Mm-hmm. And Powered Up as well? Is the Powered first... Up is original Mega Man. Yeah. Powered Up is Maverick Hunter X for original Mega Man, like the first Mega Man game, which that game is okay. And I like the whole, like, cutesy thing that goes for it, because Mega Man 1, like, or the original Mega Man series is more prone to, like, the cuter things, because a lot of the enemies are kind of cute, mm-hmm. um, even though they're things you have to kill. You're like, oh, you know, hey, it looks kind of cool, I like that. Um, and some of those Mega Man enemies crossed over into X, because um, the guys with the hard hats, I don't know what those guys Mets. are called. Mets, yeah, mm-hmm. Mets are in Mega Man X, um... As are the big bats that are in the original Mega Man series, you know, yeah. like those bats with like very rounded mouths. I don't right. know what they are, but I forgot what they're called, but I know what you're talking about. I think like two or three of them are in Mega Man X. Literally, there are a handful of them. Mets actually don't make an appearance in Mega Man Five. Um, they they have one they have one uh, variation of a Met. It's a sniper one that just has a helmet that has uh, a big gun on it instead of actually having the construction helmet. But uh, what's kind of weird is that in that Super Game Boy border, because it was one of the first games to have the, those custom are borders, the Mets. there are a ton of Mets all over the place, and yet there's no Mets in the, in the entire game. But it's a very Mega Man thing. Yeah, they, they definitely are. Um, I, I would say Mets and Servbots are are oh, like very very cutesy uh, Mega Man representations. Servbots are just Lego men. They really are. <laughs> I love Servbots, but damn, they look like just little Lego guys. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. So I don't think that 
I don't think the Game Boy was really prepared for a good mainstream Mega Man game. I just don't think it was supposed to happen. I don't think it did. I don't think any of those games are great. I played some of Mega Man 2 for Game Boy, and that one was not wonderful. The music is really tinny and just, like, not good. I mean, it's not the same music, really. I never liked the sounds that came out of the Game Boy, except I thought Metroid 2 did really great with music, though, or sounds, because mm-hmm. it was kind of that just, like, desolate music. But that's what I find. I, I find the charm in that, that that these games, like, no, they weren't they weren't necessarily great, uh, and some of them weren't even good, but they they tried. Like they were they were some little effort, and and for some reason, I guess maybe just cheering for the underdog or whatever it is. Like I I find some enjoyment out of these games, despite despite them not being as good of the, as good as they could have been. I mean, have you played Ninja Boy? I've not played Ninja Boy. Ninja Boy is awful. <laughs> and I have it. And it's awful. All right. And there was a um, Super Nintendo Ninja Boy. Yeah. Pretty bad. And apparently it's called Ninja Boy. In Japan it's called Super Chinese Land. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of like the weird games I have for Game Boy. My Game Boy collection is mostly Pokemon. And then some other games. Yeah. Doesn't that fair. sound like yours? Mostly Pokemon? Oh, I've got I've got an absolute ton of Game Boy games. Um, so I've I mean if if you counted them up, I'm sure Pokemon does have does take up quite a quite a decent amount of space. Uh, but I've got I just have so many. Because those are my those are my systems. Like I had I had an NES, I had a Super NES um, but I was I was always playing Game Boy. So here's what I think about Mega Man just overall on handheld consoles. Okay. I think everything, even though Extreme 2 is not bad, um, I think everything pre-Game Boy Advance is kind of garbage for Mega Man. As far as Mega Man is concerned, like, I don't think it really lives up to the quality um, or really just being fun as uh, the original Mega Man games, as the NES ones and Super Nintendo. Uh, I don't think Game Boy or Game Boy Color could really cut it. Um, I would have loved to have seen Mega Man's 1 through 6, the Game Boy ones, on Game Boy Color and built for Game Boy Color, because I think that little bump in processing power would have been great for a platformer like Mega Man. Um, I mean, you said it can be finished in like less than half an hour, right? I mean, part Mm -hmm. of that's due to it being on a Game Boy, the technological restrictions of that platform. Right. So, well, they actually, there actually was going to be a Mega Man collection uh, that was the all the game, all five of the Game Boy games uh, were going to be released on the Game Boy Advance, uh, being a little up-res and added with color and and just fixed a little bit. Uh, but uh, previously, that was called Mega Man Mania. But then, when they came out. When these games were coming out in 2004, because they did the Mega Man Anniversary Collections at that mm-hmm. point on the bigger systems, they changed the name to Mega Man Anniversary Collection for the Game Boy Advance, but then it just ended up getting canceled anyway for, for some unknown reason. And we, we actually never got those uh, up games. Mm-hmm. And that, that might have been kind of closer to what you were looking for. Actually, what I'm looking for is, uh, like... For Game Boy Advance, there's the Mario Advance collection. You yeah. know, I mean, it's a collection of games called Super Mario Advance. 
and uh, they're really weirdly numbered because the first one is is Super Mario Brothers two, right? Like Doki Doki Panic that we got, and then um, the two second is one three. The second one is three, and the third one is World. And I the thought, fourth one is Yoshi's Island. The fourth one is three. Oh, you might. No, I don't know. I mean, the fourth one is Yoshi's. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're really confusing in the, the way that they're they're set up because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Why some would be chosen and others wouldn't, and like why they'd be in that order, and like why Yoshi's Island really would. Well, Yoshi's Island really, was Super Mario World too. Okay. I think what happened was that they made uh, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for the Game Boy Color, and then they didn't want to remake Super Mario Brothers again. Uh, well, not at that point. They actually came out with the original Super Mario Brothers when they did their classic collection uh, for Game Boy Advance, when they made original NES games uh, like Ice Climber, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Kid Icarus, I think I went to. There were a couple other games. Metroid was in there as well. Um, so then they, they had this series and they started with Super Mario Brothers 2 because they already had one taken care of and then 3 was the next one and then they just kept going to World and then World 2 which is Yoshi's Island. Actually the, the order is more messed up than we thought. It's 2, World, Yoshi's Island, 3. Oh, that's even, that's even crazier. No sense at all. And I remember the, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 as Advance 4 had the e-reader capability. Yeah. Which I would have loved to have done, but those were really hard to find. Right. I, I mean, I had an e-reader, but I never had any of the cards. Um, so even though I have, I, I, I'd have to dig it up. I don't really remember where it is. But if I could find those cards, uh, apparently they had some extra extra levels and a lot of cool uh, bonuses that you could get. Um, I know for 3, or for what ended up being Super Mario Brothers 3, um, but then I'm not sure on any of the other ones. I don't think anything, I don't think any handheld console really got strong enough to handle really great ports or like really great original games in series until the Game Boy Advance. Like the Game Boy Advance, I really love. I used to walk around with, uh, Mario Advance 2, which is World of, and this, this wasn't even that long ago. This was maybe like five years ago. Um, and I would just walk around with it, and I would just play Super Mario World because it was a classic Mario game with in all of its glory. And I actually think it's better than the uh, Super Nintendo version because it saves your lives. You can get um, a ton of lives. I think you can end up getting more than normal. I think it had e-reader stuff too, but I never did it. And it had uh, original Mario Brothers on it. I was like, hell yeah, Super Mario World. Love that game. And I would just play the hell out of that. Yeah, and a track of your dragon points, so you could collect them in every world uh, or in every level, and I did. Yep, that's cool. I really loved those releases. I would have loved to have seen Mega Man X's one through three uh, come to Game Boy Advance. I was actually really expecting that would happen after seeing like Mario two and three and Super Mario World, but it never happened. Yeah, I, I think Capcom just got scared after. Because uh, I know Mega Man Extreme and Extreme 2 were actually not... I think Extreme sold pretty well, but Extreme 2 sold terribly. I bet it did. I mean, they weren't... Compared to their... What they were, you know, mocking, basically. Yeah. Uh, they were awful. But they're not bad on their own right. But compared to Act the Next 2 or Act 3, depending on where it's supposed to be in there, they're 
not great. But if you don't have access to X, yeah, Extreme's great. Extreme's passable at best, but okay. Um, yeah, I like it more than Mega Man 5 for Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what Another thing I found interesting, there's actually a Mega Man game on the Game Gear. On Sega's Game Gear. They, they made one Mega Man game. It's called. It's just called Mega Man, but what it actually is is, it. It's kind of original. It takes. It, it's similar to Mega Man Four for the Game Boy because it yeah. takes four from Mega Man Four and four from Mega Man Five. That's what I'm reading on the Wikipedia page that it had like half of four and five. Yeah, but it's. News. But it's not the Game Boy one. It's. It's different from that. It's U.S. only. It's just this weird thing. And apparently it's it's supposed to be pretty good, except for the fact that um, the, the screen size, the, the slightly wider screen that the Game Gear gives you makes the game actually a little more difficult because it puts you into a tighter space. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought uh, all of the Game Boy Mega Man games actually were too close in. Uh, I know Mario Land 2 actually seems like it's closer in on Mario than the console ones, and I feel like it's the same for Mega Man. Yeah, I, I think you're... For Mario you're, Land 2, it works, but I, I think, think for Mega Man right. for Game Boy, it doesn't at all. Yeah. But that's just another one of those concessions you kind of have to make for getting on a, a portable platform. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Maybe we should try our hand at making a, a Game Boy game. I'm sure the tools are out there. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I've got I've got my Game Boy. Let's uh, let's make it happen. You mean your dev kit? Aha! <laughs> yeah. That'd be awful. Maybe so, I should turn it into a chiptune maker. Oh yeah, I've seen stuff like that. That's so cool. But <laughs> sounds like a waste of a Game Boy to me. Well, how often do you play your Game Boy? I know mine has just been collecting dust for the last. I don't know. At least five or six years since I picked Octopath. it up. I play the Amazing Spider-Man all the time. <laughs> I actually have that for Game Boy. It's horrible. I if I if I ever want to go back and play a Game Boy game, I I almost always do it on either a Game Boy Advance or a Super Game Boy. I just find I find no reason to ever go back to the original Game Boy. I love it. I have I have great nostalgia for it. But when you actually go back and play on those terrible blurry screens, well, do you have four dub, uh, four AA batteries? Do you have them just lying around? Uh, probably because I need them for Xbox controllers. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. So to, you can uh, have two of your controllers have no power in it, but you have a Game Boy. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just remember I like the Game Boy itself. I don't think I have really a lot of nostalgia with any specific games besides maybe Pokemon Blue specifically. Mm-hmm. Like Pokemon Blue, because mine had a weird like discoloration, like a man uh, manufactured defect on it, and I've only run into a, like one other person who had the same defect. And I was like, oh my god, you know, I, I thought I was the only one. Like I thought, I thought it was like an extremely rare thing, and what it kind of the, is. What was the defect? It's this weird magenta discoloration. I'm the um, other guy. I have that. Oh, on blue? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then you're that person. <laughs> <laughs> but, and most people I knew had red anyways. I was the weird guy. I got Pokemon Blue, even though I think red, red is my favorite color, but I just thought 
Pokemon Blue. Yeah, I, Blue was the first one I got. I got it for Christmas, and then I got a copy of Red, and I played Red much more than Blue. And then I ended up buying an original Game Boy, a gray one, uh, a lot later. And in it, the the cash the cashier didn't know it was at a pawn shop, but it had another copy of Pokemon Blue in it. So uh, I I now have two copies of Blue. Oh, the cartridge is like I know. <laughs> I I would you'd think it'd be really easy to find, but nope. So uh, anyway, let's let's get into. Uh, just a little picking favorite stuff here. Um, you can go. We'll we'll open it up. You can pick any any Mega Man Robot Master from any game. What what would you say is your favorite? Who's my single favorite Robot Master? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's like there's so many of them. I like the ones that don't end in man. So basically anything not from. Original Mega Man. Hey, Mega Man 5. None of them end in man. They're all named after planets. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although I do like uh, some of the ones from 2 a lot. Oh, man, that's a really hard question. Because a lot of them in X, I just breeze through. Like, I've never truly fought Spark Mandrel, but I do respect him. (laughs) Probably Storm Eagle from original Mega Man X. Yeah. Storm Eagle, that guy is awesome. Uh, you can't beat him. Like, I, I think it's, you probably could beat him, but it, it'll be extremely difficult. I've tried it before. Uh, <laughs> not with his weakness weapon, uh, the Stink Chameleon's weapon, but I've tried fighting him without dash boots. Um, and he's oh, kind of yeah. That's got to be terrible. Yeah, it was awful because one of his primary attacks, and I swear there has to be a function call in the code that says, do this attack more if they don't have dash boots. <laughs> I've fought him many different times, and, like, he only does it repeatedly if you don't have dash boots. He'll just flap his wings and just blow you off the, the, the airship that you're on, and you just die. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's no way. I've tried to, like, I don't know, like, tried to hinge off the side of it and then jump back on whenever it ends, like if you just get to the end barely, but it's impossible because he'll just keep blowing you away and you can't run fast enough to get to him. Also, his music on his stage is probably my favorite song in that entire game. Yeah. Uh, like, and it's just like this airport and you end up going on these floating platforms which normally I don't really like, but here it's pretty awesome. And uh, his stage or his boss room is, like I said, a flying airship, and that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. you're running on it before you get down into, like, the hatch that brings you up to actually fight him, but when you do get up there, the whole top of it just blows away, like it blows up and just, like, disappears, and then he flies down, and he's like, oh, let's fight. There, there are definitely uh, Mega Man X bosses that remind me of previous Mega Man bosses. Like, oh, they should. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, Storm Eagle reminds me very much of Air Man from 2. Um, just cause you're, you're still kind of have that, uh, it's not quite an airport in, in Airman stage, but you, you have that jumping around in the sky stuff, uh, going on those platforms. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the character himself reminds me of Storm Eagle, but I mean, I can see what you're saying about the stage, definitely right. the stage, but not, not Airman himself, like the way he fights you. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there is another robot master who is kind of like Storm Eagle. He's from... God, I don't remember. I'm trying to look it up, actually. I think he's from, like, Mega Man X5 or something like that. 
but he's like this weird Pegasus guy, and he flies and does attack like Storm Eagle. Like he'll fly down on you and diagonally. Although he actually does more directions than Storm Eagle ever did. Because one of his things is that he'll fly diagonally at you from the left or the right, right. top of the screen, and uh, you just have to kind of react fast enough. If you're really fast, you can actually attack him and dash away before he touches. Him. And that's what I normally like to do because it's like it's split second timing and you can mess it up really easily. Um, but there's this other boss who behaves just like Storm Eagle. It's like Flame Pegasus or I don't know, something Pegasus. And uh, he has like really like weird horse face thing. He's like an anthropomorphic Pegasus. He's very weird looking. Hmm. Um, and he'll fly actually from the top down and from the bottom up and from left to right, right to left. So in addition to the diagonals that Storm Eagle did. Yeah. So he's like Storm Eagle times two, but he's not really that memorable, and his stage really isn't that cool, and the weapon you get from him really isn't that great. But Storm Eagle is great all around. Like, his stage is cool, the music is great, uh, the boss battle is extremely epic and is extremely unique from any of the other boss battles that you do in the entire game. Uh, also, his weapon is probably the single best weapon you can ever get in any Mega Man game. Really? Because that, that's yeah. going to be a, a later question. We'll, we'll uh, Hold that thought. We'll come to that a little bit later. I really think that, though. I, <laughs> we'll um, talk about it whenever we get there. But yeah, I have a lot to say about that. All right. Well, when I'm thinking my favorite Mega Man boss, uh, I probably go for more of the nostalgic ones. Uh, I really like Woodman, and I like Airman. Yeah, I was thinking Woodman, because he's really funny looking, and he's like a stump for a head. Oh, he's, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but his fight's kind of lame. All he does is have the leaves come down, and he has the shield, and then he throws the leaves at you, and he jumps. Yeah. Right? Uh, I also kind of have this affinity for Cutman, just because yeah. I watched the cartoon a lot, and he was he always had that stupid hiss in his voice, and... Uh, he was so stupid because he would always Bad just end accent. up. He would always end up destroying everybody else, and yeah. he was just—I I loved him. He was great. I, I, I know what you mean. Cutman is really funny. Mm-hmm. I like Gutsman for that reason too. Yeah, but I just don't really like him as in the games. I like him in the show and in uh, NT Warrior, the other show, mm-hmm. but I just don't like him in the game. I'm thinking purely games. Yeah, no, it, it's frustrating when you when you play against him in the games, because Mega Man 1 is so hard, and doesn't have a lot of those things that you've come to think about in Mega Man, like the slide, or like the charge shots. Um, and you know, I don't need charge shot for original Mega Man series. I don't think slide or charge shot are really necessary at all. That's why I really like Mega Man 2, because you don't have any of that into Yeah. I think it's great. I think that's the best original series Mega Man game. Mega Man 2. I, I would tend to agree, at least with the, the style and the, the bosses. Um, I, I liked that one a lot. I mean, you started mentioning Robot Masters and immediately talked about uh, Woodman and Airman, both Mega Man 2 bosses. Yep, I'll totally agree on that. I also like Metal Man, but Storm Eagle is above and away really, really awesome. When I bring it down to 5, though, uh, from Game Boy, uh, I, I liked... Uh, Uranus, the the giant bull boss that you fight, um, he, he just he has this he just looks huge, uh, and he's he's in that same proportion as any of the other robot masters. He's not like the giant yellow guys that you fight, uh, where he's obviously much bigger than you, but he just has this strength that 
he looks whiter and and slightly taller, and mm. he just gives off this great aura of of strength. Um, but I, I liked him, and then I also liked Mercury, who's one of the first four bosses that you fight. Uh, uh, I thought you were gonna say Mercury at first. I, I like I, Mercury because he just he does that little shape shifting moldy clay ball stuff, um, and jumps around the level quite a bit. He's also got that sweet crown of thorns kind of looking spike helmet thing. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Um, all right, we'll we'll get into weapons now. Uh, favorite favorite weapon power up. Uh, it sounds like yours is going to be Storm Eagles. Uh, yeah. Uh, what what does it call that? Another boss that I like, by the way, it's from Mega Man X Four. His name is Cyber Peacock. Okay. <laughs> I, I like I where this is like, going. I just really liked him because one, his name is really funny. Um, and then two, his level just consists of tests, like based off of how well you perform in different areas. I think it's X Four at least. Um, you get different. Uh, you can like go to special areas, and one of them actually you get a heart tank. Oh, that's interesting. So if you get like S rank, like you get ranked by S, A, B, C, and D, um, and you want to get S or A, I think you only really get the special ones if you get S or A. And those are the same rankings that actually they give you at the end of X4, X5, and X6, and I think 7 and 8, but they give you a hunter rank at the end of them. Um, I normally only get like GA, which I don't think is that great, but because I don't do every single little thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, my rank isn't, like, super high. It's kind of like Metal Gear Solid. You kind of do what you want to do, and you end up getting a rank that kind of is about that or tells you kind of what you did. Um, so Cyber Peacock, I thought he was cool. His weapon was terrible, and he was an extremely easy boss to fight because you just use fire, and he kind of, like, goes into weird static and then comes back in another area. But, um, yeah, weapons, Storm Eagles, uh, Hurricane, Wind, whatever it is, I don't even know like Storm Blaster or something like that, mm-hmm. is probably the best weapon in any Mega Man game ever. Uh, it's slow, kind of. Like, it starts out slow and then, like, and then moves quickly forward and off screen. Uh, also, because of that, it stays around enemies faster, or it stays around enemies longer. And it's very long, too. It's a, it's a it's long shot that hits, hits a ton of times. It doesn't really shoot as much as just, like, stay around for a while and then shoot off on its own. Yeah. Like, you don't shoot it, it just kind of, like, comes out. There's a similar power in one of the... in in another Mega Man game uh, when you fight Drill Man um, and you get his drill things. They they stay in the stage for a little bit and then they shoot off. And you can hit enemies multiple times with those. You know, that kind of reminds me of a Mega Man X 2 or 3 thing. I think 3, actually. There's a drill-type thing you get there, um, and that kind of does the same thing, but it's not... It's not a continuous attack. Right. That's kind of the problem. Um, that's why the wind thing is so much better, because it is a continuous area of anything inside this will get destroyed. Anything. Yeah. Um, and that just allows you to just super shoot through the game. Like, just literally you just are going right through stuff. Uh, if something's right ahead of you, you shoot it, and you move right through it, not even stopping. Like, you don't have to stop walking or running. You just run right through people. It's... Um, pretty damn awesome uh there's some stuff that isn't hurt by it at all uh it does like that metal sound we were talking about where mm-hmm. it's kind of although for the wind it actually will um it'll just swirl around them and make that terrible noise and then just shoot off <laughs> so it makes the horrible noise for like two seconds it's pretty terrible 
Um, but that attack, I don't think there's any attack in any other Mega Man game I'd rather have. Um, in every power since then, in every Mega Man game, I do compare to that weapon or the stuff for Mega Man X at least. So I think that's the perfect set of weapons. Every weapon has its own task, things it's good at, things it's not good at, and you use them for many different reasons and in many different situations for in many different ways. Like mm-hmm. I use the ice one, uh, powered up. Like I'm not even including the powered up version of it too. Because you can charge weapons and then have Right, like one of them has like you get a platform if you charge it up the whole way, yeah. right? Or like the ice uh, one. or sting chameleons you get um invisibility. Uh it's invincibility. Invincibility, sorry. Yeah, I use that one in a specific part all the time. Actually in a couple parts. Uh it just makes traversal extremely easy. Uh it's actually when there's this vertical area of right after zero dies. Right when you get it, it's the first uh, charged up. Yeah, weapon. you're walking up to the final boss, right? There's a big, um, well, one one of the final bosses, but you're going up a big ladder. Uh, no, it's actually, um, there's no ladder. It's actually just this big uh, vertical corridor. Oh, and you have to do the wall jumps? Yeah, there's a ton of enemies in there, too. And yeah. you can go through and kill them all, and like, or you know, go through and just like, shoot them as you're going up, but... I always find I get hit by some stray bullet and then just get stunned and fall all the way down. Yeah, so. and then you have to do it all over again. Yeah. So that, um, so I just think X in general has the best weapon set and Storm Eagle's, uh, wind shot thing is the best weapon in that game. The best um, of the best. Yeah. Well, uh, mine, mine might surprise you, um, but it's actually from Mega Man 5, uh, for Game Boy. Uh, it's, you get it from Saturn, and it's a black hole, and you just shoot this black hole, and all the enemies get sucked into it. (laughs) And there's also a weapon like that in an X game. I mean, it's not, it's not super effective. It's not the, it's, it's not a weapon that you'd use a ton, and it takes, uh, you can only get a few shots off before the meter's completely empty, but... Uh, it's just, it's one of the funnier weapons I've ever seen, because you just literally shoot a black hole, and then everything around it just gets sucked right in. You know, you should really play more of the X games, because those weapons, there are ones just like that. There's there's a black hole generator weapon thing that you shoot out, and then it just kind of like hangs in place and, and grabs stuff towards it. Yeah. There, there are weapons like that. Um, they, got, they get very experimental in X, but they actually, they become kind of less interesting the more they become experimental, which is kind of weird. Um, they're just not really that effective or, they I mean, they are interesting, but they're just not really, you never use them in a practical situation. Yeah. It's like, oh, I do this one thing this one time. It's not like, oh man, there's enemies, what should I use to kill them? It's like, uh, no, I need to get up this area or go to get this upgrade using this one weapon. Mm-hmm. I can think of the gravity thing is used for that a couple times. I guess it's more of a gravity thing than a black hole thing, but that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, generally, more or less. Yeah. Or so yeah, they're used. You're, they're used similarly. So yeah, Storm Eagle and his win, awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think we've uh, we've pretty much covered everything. Uh, Brian, do you have anything else you want to add about Mega Man, Mega Man Five on the Game Boy, or uh, anything about Mega Man in general? Mega Man is great. 
and I will probably play that Mega Man social game that they uh, announced recently. Yeah. I was really disappointed that uh, they ended up canceling the... Uh, the Universe? The, yeah, the build your own yeah. Mega Man kind of thing. That that would have been I, fun. I would have played with that. that game. Oh, man, you have no idea how much I would have played Mega Man Universe. Because <laughs> somebody would have remade every Mega Man game ever. Or yeah. would have tried. Oh, absolutely. And I would have played all of them. I would have played... Uh, I know they were including two, weren't they? they were doing yeah, like a, I think all everything from two was there, and then you could have made stuff after that. You'd just get the, the pallets and be able to create things on a grid. God, I'd love to, I'd love to see that game. I, I know it'll probably not happen, but ah, I'd love to see that game get, like, <laughs> suddenly reannounced, and they're like, oh, we're really going to do it. It'd be great. Because it doesn't seem like it would be crazy complicated. I mean, it probably it's probably more of a marketing thing. I, I think it's probably more of just why would anyone buy Mega Man games? Why would anyone buy the older Mega Man games anymore if they could just get all of them on this yeah. one or more or less on this one? Yeah, we can remake all of them and then release this. Yeah. Which, you know what? I'm kind of okay with that. Mm. But with Capcom's, uh, I don't have much confidence in Capcom's confidence in Mega Man uh, with the decisions yeah. they've made lately. Um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing the weird NES US box art Mega Man in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, that's weird. Well, and, that was in Afune. That was kind of his call, I believe. Right. Um, and Which then, is cool. I mean, he's, he has a yeah. best interest in it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I was interesting. It was, it was kind of a cool nod for people, but to not have, to not have, a. um, like to have, a the Legends game for 3DS die, yeah, uh, to have Mega Man Universe die. Uh, it's just we don't see we're not seeing a whole lot of Mega Man out of Capcom anymore, and it feels like they've just kind of lost lost interest. And now that both of the co-creators are gone, uh, the first co-creator uh, Akira uh, Kita Kitamura, he actually left after the second Mega Man game. Uh, along with a couple other people from Capcom, um, some people from Ghouls and Ghosts, and, and a guy from Strider, they made their own company. So he only worked on the the first two Mega Man games, and then Keji and Afune uh, worked until until he just left uh, somewhat recently. Yeah, man, he's great. I do like I do like Afune a lot. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's a cool dude, and I, I wish him luck in his uh, new mobile business stuff that he's doing i just wanted to make <clears throat> i just wanted to make a really great platformer yeah i know he can do that it that looks and plays exactly like mega man except it's yeah. not called mega man not called mega man yeah <laughs> called something else superman uh, but that's already taken yeah hyperman ultraman i was gonna say but... all right that'll work i'll take that you know there it is an ultraman right oh is there yeah, it's this terrible Japanese uh, Power Rangers, basically. <laughs> it's basically Power Rangers. I mean, awesome. Look it up. I have a couple of seasons. <laughs> Danielle bought them for me. My lady bought them for me. She yeah. She's like, so I thought you'd like this, and I was like, oh, it's Ultraman. I know Ultraman. <laughs> Ultraman's <laughs> terrible. It's great. Oh boy. Johnny Young Bosch. <laughs> All right, well, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on and talking talking to me about Mega Man. Yeah, play good Mega Man games. I'll, sure I'll get on that. Yes, I, I have the list. 
now that I'll I'll look up. Mega Man Five, but I don't even like NES Mega Man Five. I can understand. I don't like NES Mega Man Four. I'm I'm, I'm not good at any of them, so it's it's hard to like any of them. But uh, but having that little bit of nostalgia for for Five on the Game Boy just uh, gave me that nudge to keep giving it a shot. Do you want like a really you want an easier Mega Man game to play? Yeah, right? I kind of do. Like if I I might go back, I might try playing nine or ten and put it on the easy mode where it it yeah. covers up a lot of the spikes and things like that, and I might give those a shot. You know, I don't think Mega Man Two is really that difficult. And I, I've played through through most of two. Um, I, I've just never beaten it. There's maybe one part of Mega Man Two that's kind of hard, and that's just the one of the Wily Castles. I think it's not the easiest thing. Yeah. Um, there's just a couple platforming things you have to do there that you can easily mess up, and then have to kind of restart the level or something because you use up all your power, like all your meter for uh, the special platform like one two and three weapons yeah it gets kind of confusing um yeah so that one's maybe a little bit difficult uh i don't think x is that hard or you played all that right x2 and x3 i think x3 is pretty difficult my, um, my problem is i really just don't care about the Mega Man story and so playing through the x games that have all that story isn't really interesting to me there's really not a lot of story <laughs> Oh, there's there's talking. You don't you don't see you don't see a bunch of talking in the uh, in the original Mega Man games. Actually, I think there's more talking in the original Mega Man games than there are in uh, the X games. I would tend to disagree. Because Light talks to you at the end of every every time you get a an upgrade or a new weapon, he'll talk to you, and it's really hard to like go through that quickly. Like the menus don't, you can't just like skip through it like you can in Mega Man X. Like you can just breeze through everything like hold down start whenever light is talking to you and it just everything zooms across the screen really quickly nobody talks for a very long time um but i think in the original Mega Man games i hate the menus for it and how you have to go to light and buy different like items and stuff which makes no sense to me uh dumb <laughs> i hate all that stuff <laughs> all right i think x is fast paced well, I want to I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank everyone who has listened uh, for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be coming back next uh, in a couple weeks with uh, we're talking about Professor Layton and that whole series for the DS and eventually 3DS when they when they bring that to America sometime this year. And Talk our, about London life. Yeah, I, I absolutely will. That like, cool little RPG. But we're going to be discussing part that. Layton I've ever finished. We're going to be dis- uh, discussing that with the internet's own Evan Killam. Uh, so come back in a couple weeks to to hear that. So Brian, thanks a lot. You're welcome. I'll see you guys soon.
don't think so.
Your mother.